0: Right, we're harder brunch.
1: We're harder brunch.
0: And we're super excited to tell you about our adult summer camp this August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Wow. We're going to be doing a full three day festival, and we want you to be a part of it. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. We got all your favorite comedians. We got headliners Brenter Hune and Gwen Sunkel on board. Okay. We're going to have musical acts by Clint Breeze, House of Wolves, The Tubbles. Dang. And all weekend is going to be all inclusive. That's right. One ticket price all weekend long gets you into everything. We're going to be bringing back all of the favorite summer camp activities you remember as a kid. We're going to be doing swimming, archery, handicrafts, canoes. Wow. All weekend long, all inclusive. That's not even financially smart. Well, that's what we're doing. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com and we'll see you there. I guess we'll see you there.
2: People though, the homie Dike just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it, bro. Walked around and has to miss the lobster with the points.
0: Daddy is rolling blow dream. And boys got down to routine. Snap down culture,
1: cooking seven courses. Had to pass a torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So
0: sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hi, and welcome to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus Shane McKee. I'm sorry. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last broke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. And I'm not. (laughs) Very special returning champion with us in studio, Kyle (laughs) Nuck, if you buck. Oh, Oh,
2: I like what you did there. (laughs) Absolutely. Big fan of that. That was uh, when that came out in high school. Oh, oh, I was like, I was blaring that in my granddad pulling in and out of the parking lot like yeah. an asshole does in high school. You're the you man. Know? I mean, yeah. I was doing that, and I don't have that name, right? And, <laughs> and and I'm like, if people are like giving me shit, like it's, I can identify with this. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> But then I could then I realized listening to it I could not relate to any of it at all. Actually, <laughs> like it was I am so unnuck. Well, was the next
1: line slob on my knob like a corn on the cob, or is that a different <laughs> it's song? That's a different song. That's a different song. No, yeah. if you buck slob on my knob corn. I mean the 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 time
2: signature is about the probably same. The but same. Yeah, probably the same. you probably could mix those two songs. Too, oh, like, totally, pretty. pretty It'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, you could definitely put Slab on My Knob over a little bit of Nuck if you buck. One of my favorite things to
0: do, and I realized this recently, is uh, watching your white friends uh, sing rap songs and then take the pause where they obviously say the N-word in their own car. And then they're like, oh, I should probably delete this one on the fly real quick. Wait, <laughs> your white friends pause? <laughs> <laughs> it's I just it. say it. In the past five years, they have. <laughs> well, that, that was the thing. I was just like, man, I was like, I've said this on here before and anyone under 30 looks at me like I'm insane but I'm just like no I man everyone just said it like in the 90s like it was uh you know black culture especially like movies and music was it was just like all of my white friends quoted yeah. you know Eddie Murphy and yeah. Martin Lawrence and stuff like that Sure um it was funny to me getting into comedy I was like I was kind of surprised that white people couldn't say like the soft day anymore i was like mm-hmm. when did that happen <laughs> i've been on a food trip. i've been in like culinary school and like no man and like no grandpa racist nobody says that anymore
1: i mean you can speak to this kyle but i'm, I'm sure there's a group of people that missed the soft day <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, I, because there's clearly a group of people that just never stopped, right? <laughs> I mean, you, 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 walk into, you walk into any number of gas stations. Oh, I you played know Call I mean? of Duty before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, I do, I do get it
0: though. Cause like, uh, one of my favorite things is like when I'm out at like uh, hanging around and like and I see like a gay dude like call another gay dude the F slur yeah and I'm like oh nostalgia <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah that hits like the 90s <laughs> it, it tickles you inside a little it tickles me inside it also yeah. it's just like uh, but it's not a hate crime you know everyone yeah. else is like
2: uh, mutually assured destruction <laughs> yeah indeed it's a it's a term of endearment support even you know <laughs> yeah.
1: I would be kind of confused though if I saw a hate rally and then th- them saying the A, the soft A. I'm just saying <laughs> oh. At this
3: point, you get, a, you get yeah. the ER
1: if you have a Confederate flag. Yeah.
3: So you're yeah, saying yeah. there's there's a pass there for the Confederate flag? I
1: give the Proud Boys a pass. <laughs> I would say <laughs>
0: just no half measures.
1: You know, exactly. <laughs> like, it's confusing after like after
0: a while. Like one yeah. of the things, like the half measures, like so. Uh, I was, did you ever watch the show Billions? It, it's no, real, I've it, heard about it, but like the, I haven't watched it. The first it. couple seasons are, like, really good. Oh, yeah. And then it, it kind of jumps the shark a little bit. But, like, they have a season where they, they introduce this character who's supposed to be, like, this, you know, tech brain whiz, like, stock, mark, uh, stock market analyst, and they're non-binary, and then it ends up being, like, the main guy going up against this person, and they're, like, literally to the point where they're talking about having them killed, yeah. right? And they're just still using the correct pronouns. And I'm like, I don't believe this. Yeah. Like, you're planning to assassinate this person. Yeah. i respecting their gender identity. <laughs> well,
3: that's great. I might be a
2: villain. But I think I'm not a monster. not a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but interestingly, there's no more iconic sort of instance of, of this whole situation than that, like, religious video that came out that was Jesus Christ is my. You remember that? Where the old white couple, they put out a whole music video that was a rap that was a pro Christian rap where the whole line is Jesus Christ is my. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nigga? F yeah. Word? Uh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. Uh. <laughs> So Jesus yep. Christ
2: is my nigga with an A or or an ER. Oh no, it's an A. Like they're trying to be hip. Here we go.
1: Oh yeah, this and an old white couple.
0: Yeah, and I don't think this is satire. But there, there was also like there was a time. Uh, yes, you know, like when Vince McMahon would say it on like uh, on like wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like as a character, <laughs> and it, I think even then it was it was always supposed to be cringe, right? Yeah. Like it was always supposed to be cringe. Oh, this is. <laughs> He put he put a black person in the background so I can yeah. say it. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um we can't even hear it, but like it's it looks like it would be very cringe and I think oh, they are yeah. the
0: best. Well give it a Google and uh, listen to it. Tell us what you think.
2: Uh, I definitely like <laughs> this guy's Oh yeah, he gets his lady in on it and she look look all the attitude yeah. she's got in her reps.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people what like have what? you <laughs> she showed her ass and shit. Who the hell oh got my, Gladys oh up? My, oh my god. Uh well it's like um the Westboro Baptist Church yeah. will make like parody songs of like popular music. Oh well okay. But it'll all be like you're all going to hell for your <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I want to hear their version of WAP. That, that is pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm. It's worship and praise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just didn't know yeah. that they were
1: getting into comedy. I didn't know they had. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they had like a, a spectrum
2: of, of talent. Yeah, they're going on tour next year. Their TikToks blowing up. Ooh, let's. No, dumb. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Uh, Probably we wanted to we well it's one it's been too long I don't know when the last time you you've been over here it's, it's, it's been a while it's been a
2: minute yeah. are you
0: on the five timers club yet now or oh
1: yeah
2: I think so oh, you think so well, yeah because I I think the first time the first time I ever did the podcast was when you were over on Walnut Walnut Ooh, Street yeah yeah and BJ old was school. the one who I think like got me in over here what you gave us to Wait, get on you, the podcast yeah that's yeah. what <laughs> gets everybody in yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I will vividly remember that because it was steak and eggs was the theme Mm. and it was just some of the most delicious shit I've ever eaten. And my first time I ever had steak tartare. Which was kick ass. And uh, it ended with a fucking tomahawk with a uh, duck egg on it. Oh, yeah. Was that you a Stay were, of yeah. the Brunch?
1: Huh? Was that Stay of the Brunch with Scott? Uh, no, I don't think. I
0: think we just went hard on a steak and egg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Chris, Chris was still around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still alive. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was around. He just. resting Pot, right? He, ke- he keeps having kids. He mm. keeps having all these kids and moving yeah. to Caramel. That'll happen. Uh, but. So, so what are the favorite things? Yeah, that was that was uh uh the ball.
2: Episode. That was pre pandy Oh, yeah, married not, to the ball. Married to the ball. Mar- right. uh, well, I think that was even before Married to the Ball was when you guys were over on uh you guys were over on the mansion? Uh, yeah. Have you been to the mansion? Uh yeah. Yeah. While you've there- been to all three Yo, oh, yeah. I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm up there. I'm definitely a, at, at five, if not over five. I think we, we really we
0: really need to figure out our five timers club and our wall of shame. And what Does do, do the five like timers get? Do they get free passes to our events? I mean, we should figure out a six timers
3: at this point.
1: Oh, I think we passed <laughs> yeah. them all by. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, five timers is when you should start getting it. You mm, know. Gotcha. Yeah. And then and then eventually and then and then. Ten, I assume we're not we're not doing six and sevens. Zach, I, I would six
1: six say five timers. They don't have to
0: give
2: BJ's to get on the show. <laughs> yeah, <but Boom>.
0: no. <laughs> you just come on.
2: Well, now. good to know that now. <laughs> Getting hummed on. Yeah, jeez, had to take a shower and everything. Um,
0: but you're one of our favorite guests to talk to because you're uh you're a comedian, you're a musician, funny. Uh, you're you're also someone that has their their ear to the ground of a lot of. Uh, well, you had a conspiracy podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, or a a podcast that started in January of 2020 and we had to shift (laughs) (laughs) that that was like, we definitely were going to talk about a lot of conspiracy stuff, but we definitely wanted to try and keep it about a lot of things. But then March of 2020 happened two months into the pod and we're just like, well, here we are now. So that, so we doubled down on it, but like, uh, but yeah, no, we definitely, uh, we definitely shifted into, into a ton of that sort of conversation and content for sure.
0: Well, let me ask you this, since you've started, since you started doing the podcast, what things were you talking about that in 2020 would have been considered conspiracies that
2: you feel like have been proven true? Good everything, <laughs> everything's <laughs> well, real. I mean, uh, and it's 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 really it's really not everything. But I think the wildest thing was um, the the fact that the the government is being open about like uh, the quote unquote non human. Um, biological bi- biologics which technically could be a dog so like you know it's they're, they're, they're using a lot of you know the first technique first you think it's the space dog, the first living organism in space was was a dog i believe um mm. oh, yeah. so that Some went to, the, into the orbit of earth it was a yeah they put a dog in a Ru- little pod the, the to the see Russian, how long it would live yeah Russian. and then, then so we, when we're talking non-human biologics yeah, a, you know okay but then
0: we shoot some apes in the space too
2: oh yeah, for sure yeah, we' sent a tons of things into space before we sent ourselves for sure yeah. um but uh let's see from back in 2020 to now I mean but th- there's so much that there's so much in the conspiracy conversation and and that just can never really be. Locked down, and it's the that's the sort of point that I think Mm. a lot of what I'm trying to make is like, hey, yeah, they're talking about aliens, but we still don't have the Epstein client list. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's like, yeah, this thing is happening, and it's not about really debunking things that are happening as being fake, but it's also like, hey, yeah, that thing happened, but also like, here's maybe why they're emphasizing on that. Mm. You know what I mean? Distractions, like a like a wag the dog kind of thing. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Or yeah, I mean, like there's no doubt that the whole. Uh, submarine issue was a problem like that whole like that thing that went down with the billionaires and stuff and in their family that's tragic it was a very right. tragic scenario but the way all that information rolled out and the way they had like this whole one week and a half promotion and rollout strategy of like they, they knew what happened to that before they told it seems the like public. it right yeah it sure seemed like it yeah there's definitely like there's audio that's like uh dated i believe to like you know within a few minutes not a few minutes but a few hours after it was considered missing mm-hmm. that they heard a big pop and they were like yeah that's probably mm-hmm. what that was but they just kept it rolling out through all of the media stuff for like a week because you know we're
1: going to be interested in that
2: sure absolutely and there's a ton of coverage to be had there a ton of clicks to be had there's a ton of videos to be seen a ton of articles to be read My, yeah my question for you is
1: why don't you think they talked about the boat that went down that had what 300 people on there sure
2: well i i mean i mean they uh, talk about it a little bit but yeah yeah, yeah. um i mean it, i would just assume that like you know uh i the, the nefarious speculation would be obviously that they're just trying to promote you know that they're trying to sympathize with billionaire culture oh, whereas yeah. you know i mean i guess that would be probably the most um i don't know i want to, i don't want to call that cynical because unfortunately that's just the way folks are when it comes to like big media and that sort of thing they tend to um uh, you know, try to try to talk about the, uh, you know, the the puppy that's stuck in the well and not necessarily the, uh, you know, puppy mills. You know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. like they never yeah, really yeah, want to talk yeah, about yeah. the broader problem. Yeah. Yeah. Because then if you talk about the 300 people that drowned, you'd have to talk about why they were leaving. You'd have to talk oh, about why they had to okay. do that to get into the country. There's all this conversation uh, they don't want to have. Mm. It's way easier to be like, isn't it sad that these billionaires died? Yeah, that sucks. But let's not talk about, you know, immigration reform we don't want to talk about that because then if you talk about the 300 people that drowned, you'd have to talk about why they were on the boat and all that uh,
0: stuff so good so yeah
2: they don't want to do that
0: it is it is a very complex because it's like one of the things too where like uh, i know it's very um popular right now to like be like anti-america and shit on yeah. america and but then it's just like when you talk to someone who's an immigrant. It's like people are literally clinging the sides of boats to get over here, hundred percent. So it's just like, yeah, like it. Trust me, believe me. It could yeah. be way fucking worse, yeah.
2: And it, but we can also acknowledge that it could be way better. And I yeah. think that's the beauty of it. Sure, is is. I mean, we truly are living in like the most technologically accessible time in history. You know, information is at the majority of the population's fingertips at all time. Is everyone, does everyone have access to it at all times? No, but when people are motivated so intensely by whatever situation they're in to get here, like you said, it's like, there's gotta be something that, that those that are accustomed to it are not necessarily seeing, you know what I mean? And, and it kind of requires a little bit of a zoom out yeah, sort of perspective. But then at the same time, you know, you kind of, as above, so below, we kind of talk about, we talk about that all the time, but like, you know, you have to, as far as you can zoom out to get a perspective, you need to zoom in equally as hard to try and fine tune all the pieces of, you know, um, society that there are, because I think that one of the things that is separating, I think that the next generation, like the millennials children, are going to have such a closer relationship with their parents and 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 just the millennial generation than we are having with the boomer generation mm. because of the fact that the that the millennials are the are not that there aren't any boomers saying this cuz obviously there are but like the majority of the millennial the millennial population is like there's shit that's wrong and we're going to try and correct it at the individual level as much as possible cuz i mean ultimately the whole will not be anything until you know folks start to try and do what they can within their own 20 feet or whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. trying to contribute more in their communities one i guess what i'm trying to say is that uh it is awesome to be in america and it, it is awesome to have a lot of the opportunities that we have here that you wouldn't have anywhere else but at the same time we owe it to america to shit critical. Well, <laughs> be critical of the sure. shit that's fucked up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, and let's be honest, it's not like boats of from France is trying to get over here. Like, yeah. There's like not boats from France thinking and like, hey, we want to try to get in America. This yeah. actually it's like the third world countries. It's the, it's the places where they have like, you know, dictators, you sure. know, running their country and, and there's political the cartel, you know, behind
2: yeah. those dictatorships. Exactly. Yeah. And then so governments, like, whatever. In
1: that sense, we, we become the one or two percent that we're trying to cross. All, and then like i'm i get mad when our attitude is let them eat cake
2: yeah
3: does that make sense yeah because you don't like cake
1: cake's not healthy to <laughs> eat thought
3: you were a pastry boy
1: <laughs> I okay i take that back let them eat cake right no i'm just saying like I, our, our attitude though becomes like hey well we are the richest country yeah. and we shouldn't let you know people from shithole countries to come in Yes. Yeah. Is, is what Sure. Is what ends up being the mantra. And I will never say that.
2: Well, sure. (laughs) But but at the same time, it's those people in our government that represent the populace that do sort of have that sort of thought. So it's like, yeah, we specifically don't feel that way. But unfortunately, there's these, you know, who knows, like these, like it's becoming more and more clear. Like we talked about this a little bit before that, like these 80 plus year old people in government are not making decisions on their own. Mm. They are absolutely 100 percent handled by their staffers. Like it's not. Like, th- there's a video of Diane Feinstein, uh, Feinstein or Feinstein, whatever, this week at Congress where there's literally one of her staffers just saying, sitting next to her at the voting area, she's says, say yay. Just say yeah. yay. Just, it's and she's like, real... yay. And she's like, wait, what am I looking at? She's like, just say yay. And she's like, yay. And they're like, okay, next vote. And it's like, what? It's a real weekend at
0: Bernie's situation because yeah. like she's getting wheeled around and propped up. We all saw Glitch McConnell yeah. <laughs> stroke out. <laughs> That's a (laughs) t-shirt. You know, I feel like Biden's entire presidency has been like, uh, I feel like with Biden, I feel like they give him like the talk drugs, like right before he has to make a speech. And I feel like almost like the way I used to cram for like a, a test like moments before I took it, I yeah. can, I can retain this for about five minutes and then it's just all, yeah, it's all going to be gone. Falling Absolutely, <laughs> <end of it. laughs> Yes. Yeah, so I feel like they bang him up full of presidential talk juice <laughs> and then hit him with all the points. And then you can watch literally in the speech as he starts waning off of it. Yeah. And then just talking about corn pop or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy that like, and, and it's, it's, it's both sides of the aisle. It's oh, like, huh, why? Why would these people, we would not let these people drive cars. We would not, you would not be hiring these people for most jobs. Yeah. But like for some reason, like, and I don't know why, because it's like Trump and Biden were the oldest presidents for a while, right? Biden
2: was born closer to Abraham Lincoln's presidency <laughs> than his own. <laughs> That's mathematically true. I mean, you are it's a two years difference. He was born 77 years from Abraham Lincoln's assassination. He took office at 79. Wow. But you're never going to take office closer to your... You are if you're under the age of 77 in his scenario. If he took office at age 50, he would have been, you know, at least probably a little bit more. But no, because he took uh, it to office at age 79. That's wild. Yeah. We
0: have... Age requirements, like, you have to be this old to be president. I, I'm so surprised we don't have some sort of, like, hey, you probably shouldn't be running when you're, yeah. you know. 90. But yeah. then that's ageist, right? But, I like, actually... That's okay. I, yeah. <laughs> some <laughs> things should be ageist. I'm not yeah. going
1: to... Well...
2: I, I you shouldn't be able things, to dictate
0: policy for the next 20 years when
2: you're not going to be around the next yeah, 20 certain years. certain things definitely require a certain amount of aptitude and running a country I think definitely requires at least an aptitude test once you reach a certain age. There you I, go, the I, aptitude so, test. So I guess that would be the anti-ageist means is being like, hey, just every Every year you have to like an eye step, you. but they'll make it probably the easiest thing in the world. It'll take an hour. They'll do it to their doctor's office or something, probably. But yeah, do an eye test, to make sure you can read what you're, yeah. you know, a, a uh, comprehension test of some kind to make sure that you can actually understand what it is you're reading. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that like stock prices of a company, we need to know our politicians are able to perform, Yeah, you know, our, our, you know, our votes is if we want to believe the system works the way we're told it works, then our votes are essentially like stock. And like, you know, if we're going to be casting them, we want to make sure we're casting them to someone capable.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of trust loss. And I will say when yeah. I saw the glitch, like, I did become a little bit more ageist at the time. Like, at that moment, I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, we can't be doing this.
2: Yeah. And and so I guess the term is, like, I would rather not be ageist, but I would definitely be, like... Maybe a uh, uh, capableist, not ableist necessarily, but cap- capable, <laughs> yes. Whoa, buddy. at a certain age, they're Whoa. not capable of running yeah. a country. Sure. Shut it down, Zach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't hire a 75 year old to deliver UPS, yes, I yeah. would. I'm saying, like, you wouldn't. I mean, there's very few jobs where. You would probably be like, oh, but, but again, yeah, if you can physically and mentally do it, yeah. then, then you should definitely build it. Sure. And, and there's some people like, let's be honest, like by the time you hit, there's some people that are fucking spry in their 80s. Yeah.
2: And there's yeah. some people that they are, don't like, work for the government. The because that, <laughs> <laughs> is like, that is death. That is like death work. You know what I mean? No one wants to, you know what I mean? I would be, I, in fact, the fact that you get lifetime. Ah, uh, benefits. I'm surprised Congress doesn't have a straight four year turnover every year. I mean, mm. like, you know what I mean? There's obviously mm. more benefits in that financially through the like the other means of of you know gaining wealth through government, but like the fact that you get lifetime benefits and salary for the rest of your life, like, you know, I would I would do a four year stint in Congress for that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's boring and lifeless and soulless as it would be. Sure, I, I think you'd be great in Congress. To be honest with you, I mean, maybe I would get annoyed with the people first
1: and but, foremost. But that's why I want to see. I want to see ang- <laughs> angry, Buck. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I think I, I think something happens when you go in because we, you see a lot of people go in with piss and vinegar and good intentions, and then something happens with like I don't know what they show you on day one when you're in there. But I think what it is is just like, oh, this is all a, a fucking. Game, this is all in. Like, you might mm-hmm, be able to get this mm-hmm, one little thing mm-hmm. done, in the whole
2: time you're here, conspiracy like, time. Okay, you ready?
1: Let's
0: get into it.
2: There's a drug that uh, vice uh, adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> There's this movie about this guy who's saving all the kids, and it's the same guy who is Jesus. No, um. <laughs> I feel they they just got the Passion of the Christ guys back together is basically (laughs) what they did. They were like, can we do the Passion again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 (laughs) Too Christ, too
1: furious. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the name of the episode. That's so (laughs)
2: good. Oh, that was good. Oh, that's great. Um... But no, there's, there's this drug that vice did, a uh, an episode, one of their, like, I forget the series of shows was, but vice did a series on a bunch of different drugs. And there's one that exists and comes out of, uh, South America that is in a dust form that is like a mind control drug, essentially. Like if when, like what would happen, the way it was used in the street was, uh, tourists would be like, obviously showing off whatever they have. Mm -hmm. Someone would walk up to them as they're walking back to their hotel or whatever, spray some of this like Mm. in their face. And within seconds, they are like malleable people. Mm. They can do whatever you want them to do. So one of the ideas behind Epstein's Island is what if they just get you out to the Island, blow this into your face, get you on camera doing whatever weird shit they Uh. told you to do. And then they, you wake up the next day with like, Hey, here's a little folder with these photos. You work for us now. Mm. So it's like, um, like that's an even like, easier so, idea for me to wrap my mind around than the fact that all these people are predators you know what i mean mm, like that seems and if Epstein truly is the information and blackmail like agent that he could potentially be like is speculated with possibly like um you know Glenn maxwell and like her dad's ties with the uh, israeli um uh intel mossad um the israeli intelligence so if he was for working for some other entity as a means of gathering blackmail on American influential people, mm-hmm. then that would be an insanely easy way to do it. So are you saying um, they're compromising them on both sides? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why, why not control both sides of the chessboard? You know what I mean? Um, uh, if you're trying to truly create a pyramid, you know uh, where all, all the power just sort of funnels to a certain place. But, um, but yeah, that's the recent conspiracy that, that I found out sort of regarding that. And I'm like, that would also explain why a lot of these people are trying to keep it quiet, because like, you know, they would also have to publicly admit that this trauma mm. for them, you know, and who knows what the hell they were, you know, um, doing under the whatever influence. It starts with an S. I can't remember the name of the drug, but it's it's a very long drug, very long name of a drug. It starts with an S. Um, S A L something. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a wild I, I, conspiracy I always I thought of. Recently. I always thought of the island as more like.
0: I don't think they're rolling out underage kids every time you know sure. what I'm saying i think it's like hey we're gonna go down the, this guy's got this island we can do whatever we want yeah. it's gonna be there we got girls down there and then when we go maybe maybe start sussing out like well you know we'll likes like some a little younger like you know or like yeah hey let's get some let's get some 18 year olds in there they're like and then you start realizing well maybe we get some 16 year olds in there you know yeah, and then yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just like you're drinking you're doing drugs here these girls are out on your lap and all of a sudden and then and then they're like oh by the way she's only She's only 15. Did you know yeah. that? And like, here's the document. Like, I don't know if you necessarily need brain control drugs <laughs> to fucking like get oh, these yeah. people caught up in oh, things. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I, Not I, for
2: some of these folks, for sure.
0: I mean, here's the thing. If
1: you right now, like, if you ask me, hey, Fad, do you want to go out to the island and hang out and, like, you know, have a party for a week? And it's all inclusive. Yeah, I'm probably going to be like, "Hey, that sounds like a great idea." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not going to probably ask like, "Hey, are there kids on this island?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I'm yeah. not thinking about that.
2: Yeah, you would genuinely assume that the adult that asked you that there's no context of communication about children at all. Yeah, you would assume that they're like, "Yeah, this is definitely a 21 plus scenario." Yeah, like, <laughs> you have beer? Like, will be well, like, "You like beer?" Like, sure, I'm, com- yeah. I'm coming. Yeah,
0: I, I don't. I'm, I don't. I've never revealed this on this podcast before, but like, uh, did you go to the island? I used to be part of this. Organization um, called the Catholic Church, <laughs> and um, I would go there every Sunday, and I just thought the good things were happening. And apparently, there were some bad things happening within that organization. And they yeah. did
3: it without an island. <laughs> That's
0: the amazing thing about that.
1: That is a good
0: point. Is that indeed? I, I don't know. R.I.P.
2: Sinead O'Connor.
3: It's tough.
0: are Yeah, she. Man, I I like. It was weird because I was just. Have you ever listened to the show? Uh, You're wrong about. Uh-huh. It's a, it's, it's a podcast about kind of people that were maligned in the news, especially mm-hmm. like in like the nineties. Oh, sure. And it's, it's a lot of women who were just like, and they do these deep dives and it's kind of like, cause like, I remember like the long Island Lolita yeah. being like, that was the whole thing. And there was like multiple movies made about her and it was just like, uh, you know, what a tramp she was and how she, whatever. And it was like, no man, like this 40 year old man has sex with a 14 year old girl turned her into a fucking prostitute mm-hmm. and then got her all twisted around where she like shot somebody and like when you hear it laid out like that you're like oh or like monica Lewinsky was always like yeah. what a whore you know and then it was just like oh this 21 year old girl like yeah like was
2: absolutely predator like yeah you, know, you would know. never fly today yeah
0: like never in a million years would sure. you be like well they both were involved in it <laughs> like, yeah be like uh oh, this president is no you're saying i'm can- not even gonna go into I- it
1: i think you should <laughs> no speak your truth you guys really want me to speak my truth? Do it. Yeah. We're behind the paywall. She was
0: yeah. a whore. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I was going to say.
1: That's not what I was going to say. Mm, I, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I guess it would be scary having the a leader of the nation's
0: ask you to do sexual things. Literally sure. the most powerful bit. Be- like yeah. at the time, there's a lot of times when I, I hear people like well, they abuse their power. And I'm like, you both work at an Applebee's, you know, no, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. when you're literally the most powerful person on the planet, I have a read of her the book. free
2: world.
1: I have a redder book. I, I, I would like to read Makes it. Two or book. <laughs> huh? What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say, <laughs> sir? <laughs> no, go ahead. You're talking about the books. <laughs> i I'm lost. <laughs> But yeah, let me. I think I should wait to speak on this. Not that I'm like against her or anything like that. I'm just like I was trying to figure out like, yeah. was there is does it take two to tango? But no,
2: not when you're the most powerful yeah. person on yeah. Earth. Yeah, influence is a wild thing, and like when and you gotta fee, you gotta realize it also. Slick Willie. That was his name. His mm-hmm. nickname was Slick Willie. Slick yeah. Willie? Yeah. yeah. I think he like even did a little campaigning under Slick Willie in <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah, so he was the governor of Arkansas. This dude has been running up and down staffers for years. You I mean you it has to be assumed that that's just the way this guy operates, right? Plays a saxophone? Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: It's yeah. a problem waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't trust. And any a joke before Barack sax. was that he was the blackest president we no, had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just because he, he was so cool and smooth, he played the, sac- I mean?
0: the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall, right? Absolutely. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of Thad Slut Shaming Podcast. Hey,
3: <laughs> whore! I said <laughs> this week on the After Brunch Podcast.
0: The, the first level is so interesting because it's like. Uh, you can't really feel good even after you pass, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, yeah. all you can do is not feel worse. You I can feel worse <laughs> or you can feel nothing, but there's no feeling good at level one.
2: Uh, I mean, I mean, depends how long you like after at our level, like when you've been in this for a few years. Yeah. You kind of go, all right, I know what my act is. It should move on, but I have no control of that yeah. early on. Be excited for everything. It gets hard down this way. Oh yeah. <laughs> it gets hard well, deeper on the road.
0: And Thad and I were talking about because I, I think we're leave me out of this.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, they are.
2: <laughs> well, the,
3: the
0: entire contest left you out of it.
3: Join us at Patreon.com/slash Harder Brunch.
0: And we're back uh, talking to Kyle Buck. Kyle, you said you yeah. just came off of the road.
2: Yeah, yeah. We did a um, we had a little three day run. Um, we did uh, the Brownsburg Summer Soundtrack Concert Series, which was cool. Uh, it was hotter than shit. Yeah, um, but uh, it was a good time. Um, and then Friday night we did uh, the Southgate House Revival down in. Um, Newport, Kentucky, right across Mm. the river from Cincinnati. And then uh, last night we did the Nook uh, in Danville, Kentucky, which is a kick-ass little... Low-ceiling room, a uh, little listening room. They got a bar in the front, almost like a comedy club style. Cool. And then down in the basement's a free arcade. Oh, wow. And, like, yeah, it's cool. Kick-ass little space. So. Is that the name of the band again? Stampede String Band. Yep. Doing the, uh, plucking the old string out there. Um Now yeah, yeah, it it fun. Do you guys call yourself, like, bluegrass, or what's the genre you would when we first started we were going indiana's freshest modern folk and bluegrass which mm-hmm. i think was you know just kind of a way to you know jump out in in front of folks but um But I mean, yeah, we definitely dabble in a lot of that sort of old style roots stuff. But at the same time, we want to play stuff that's still fresh and fun to us. So Mm. um, we've definitely got a few songs in the mix that that you're like, damn, this isn't something I wouldn't hear from a normal. I wouldn't think string band and then think this sort of groove. So uh, I didn't expect to hear the N word as much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you haven't come out to Duke's. No, just kidding. No, shout out to Duke's. It's one of our favorite places. And they... uh, definitely would not tolerate that sort of shit.
3: Now, Good. we played one of your songs when you were on the show last time, correct?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah, the single we released, I think. Cuz
3: that was the only time we've gotten a copyright strike.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yep. No, absolutely.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I, mean, I could have like I think there was a process where I could like connect with you over YouTube and verify it. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't want you talking
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh. weird no I uh I don't remember getting a notification but uh yeah I mean technically our stuff is copywritten but like it's wild that they wouldn't even realize the context of like oh me introducing the song is yeah. like my approval right you know what I mean but then again you know they don't know who I am I guess but I don't know You
0: don't, are you trying to signal that you don't want a young Bill Clinton on the, on the screen, <laughs> get on the screen. Yeah, I get really upset about <laughs> no, get no young Willies
1: on yeah. my screen
2: <laughs> What? What did I say? No, I second that motion. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, we had a little three day run. It was fun. We got I got back like three o'clock this morning. And oh wow, so that's yeah.
0: not, so when you when you're doing these gigs with a band, like I'm trying to like compare it kind of like to comedy. Yeah, like obviously you have to ask for more money because you're splitting it. Yeah, you know. T- typically, how long are you performing?
2: Uh, it depends. Um, most of when we hit the road we try to stick to venues mm-hmm. and listening rooms less like bars and and breweries that sort of thing um because it's way easier just to travel without the PA and you know none of those places usually have one so um uh when when we hit the road we usually try to do the venue stop but like sometimes the venue will just say you know, question mark, you know, end time. You start at this time, question mark, end time. But we try to do at least an hour and a half. Okay. Um, We try to do at least an hour and a half. I think we did an hour 45 on Friday night. Um, And we did an hour and a half last night. So we feel like that's a pretty solid headliner set. I think um, 90 minutes is the perfect time
0: for any sure. show. You yeah. Know, like, yeah comedy show
2: music show like, yeah. i don't
0: want to be anywhere well we had an <laughs> opener too we had a uh, uh yeah
2: katie meadows out of uh, zanesville ohio open for us on both shows hmm. um she's pretty kick-ass check her out if you guys like uh um singer songwriters uh her voice is uh, very very good um but yeah so, so she'll do like 45 minutes oh okay. and then and then uh we'll do like an hour and a half so the oh, show it, itself it's is like 15 yeah it's a real
0: oh yeah deal uh do you ever do have you ever done
2: stand-up before
0: you've performed with the band <laughs> no you do, but like,
2: warm up with comedy no i i've never done that specifically um but that is kind of like what i do uh with the freeform concert series mm-hmm. uh i i emcee those um uh through uh there's an organization that i work with called 45 creations uh that's all diy stuff and there's a concert series they do on wednesdays um select wednesdays up in carmel uh, mm-hmm. at the hotel carmichael there's a venue called feinstein's mm-hmm. um no relation <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> no relation whatsoever but um but yeah so uh i kind of <coughs> MC those so like that's the only introduc- only time i've ever really mixed comedy with music per mm. se um and we're, we're doing one of those ourselves coming up in september so uh i don't know how i'm going to make that work but i'm probably going to end up uh getting someone else to host it i wonder if i know anyone who can host things um yeah. but uh, <laughs> anyway uh Yeah, so, I mean, never really, but I do some in between. Like, I have them set up a vocal mic for me, not for singing at all, simply in between banter. Mm -hmm. So, like, I do little, like, asides in between and stuff, so nothing crazy. But, like, I do mention, there's one part of our show where I step off for a song because um, I let the two of them just do one that I don't really add anything to, and they sound so good themselves, but I start that off by telling the story of how i left to do comedy for a few years and that it's going so well that i rejoined the band and <laughs> so like you know we try to throw jokes in there and like um and that sort of thing but uh, uh but no ne- never really tried to do any warm-up i need yeah. to tr- give that a shot i got a I got a question yes
1: for you and this is not about your career okay um the aliens yes What's what's going on? I'm I'm very curious. If the
2: aliens attack Earth, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a Raytheon price tag. It's gonna have a Raytheon <laughs> created thing that like aliens are not gonna get in their ships, come into our thing, and just start blowing us up. If aliens truly wanted to fuck with us, it would we wouldn't even know. It would just be of. You, uh, you think they're that powerful? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Because I think the true quote unquote aliens of contact are not traveling physically on spaceships. I think they're traveling interdimensionally. Um. Oh, yeah. I think anything that we see on a spacecraft or anything that blows anything up via spacecraft is just uh, military industrial complex weapons that you know from other nations could be our own, whatever. But the shit that's coming out of Antarctica right now is fucking insane. What's and, coming out of? Yeah. Uh, so there's what another there's another whistleblower. Um. So they're giving a lot of. Stage to the one who came out about UFOs and stuff and, mm. and that sort of thing, but there's another whistleblower coming out of Antarctica that's saying even even more intense shit, which could be one reason why they're giving all this air to the. That's where um, they keep the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, well, so the National Institute of Science um, has a. Um, a uh, station down there where scientists from all over the world come and work and they hire contractors to come down and like manage the the electrical and whatnot. And they have what uh, are called DOMS. I forget what that stands for, but there's about a thousand of them and they are underground. They're about the size of a basketball. And this guy's coming out and saying that these things uh, are able to produce 2000 volts each, like 2047 volts each, which is fucking insane. And there's about a thousand of them under the ice and what they're saying that they're doing there is trying to learn how to communicate. Um, like, Wait, I'm sorry, I, you lost me. Is this something that they're, they're saying they put
0: there or something that they've discovered there? Uh,
2: that the National Institutes of Science, like this is a public like yeah. uh, uh, thing that scientists from all over the world have been working on. It's like a global collective okay. thing um, that's in the past only been stated as like a... Form of communication. They're only studying as a means of intergalactic communication that can be faster, as fast possibly as the speed of light. But this whistleblower is coming out and saying not only have they achieved communication through this thing, but they have achieved transmission. So they can weaponize the energy that they're using to try and communicate. And this whistleblower is saying that they have attempted to use it three times, and one of the misfires caused the Christchurch. Uh, um, earthquake in New Zealand, killing tons of people. He said that was Antarctica like misfiring. And he said that the term direct energy weapons needs to be something that all people on earth learn quickly because it's going to be something that they need to pay attention to. So, is it a thing where you bounce it through the earth? Actually, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I just saw him give like a press conference about like he said that he turned his information into a few senate officials and that they want to have a like a close conversation with him before they do any sort of public hearing. But they said he said that they're certainly interested in the information he's brought forward, so we may see something come forward from that. Um, but just like the guy with the aliens was talking about, how there's this uh group of officials both government and non that are like making these calls i feel like those same sort of folks probably have um some influence down in antarctica as well and uh yes it's this guy right here um and uh yeah he three whistleblowers break the silence on antarctica earthquake weapon
0: stargate and ufo encounters
2: yeah. Well, he also was talking about how he witnessed a giant green laser coming up out of this space, I mean, out of this Antarctic station just up into the cosmos. And like he doesn't know specifically like how it works or what it does. I mean, he may, he just didn't describe it here, but um yeah, he said he witnessed a giant green laser like a Death Star sort of thing coming out of this station in in Antarctica and there, do, um, there
0: does seem to be like an influx of like people that have like higher and higher security clearance. Yeah, people that are like these aren't just like you know your
2: uncle <laughs> drunk
0: on a farm yeah. somewhere. And he's the-
2: not selling a book. Like yeah. he's not selling a Patreon. This guy doesn't seem to be have anything for sale. He's just like, hey, here's what they're doing, and they're using your money to do it. I think you know.
3: F- for me, one of the alarming things I listened to a bit of the congressional hearing, and yeah. the, one of the alarming things to me is how boring all these witnesses are they're not like you know like your typical like people you get on the news Yeah. are like yeah they took my cows yeah <laughs> and so it's like oh man it's kind of like people where you hear them talking it sounds pretty serious
2: yeah yeah absolutely um now
3: I've, and,
0: I've heard the phrase drip feed a lot and saying like basically like the way to like let people know about something that would be change you know change the course of human history yeah is because like they were kind of talking about this a little bit in 2020 like they're sure. kind of talking about this like you get these a little bit of information a little bit of information and it's almost like you're temper, t- uh, tempering the like yeah. the collective you know thought yeah. about
2: like oh I guess there might be aliens yeah either that, uh, that or they're that or they're utilizing predictive programming. If you believe in predictive programming, um, it's the idea that you can implant things like anything that is a thing was a thought before it was a thing. Mm -hmm. All things have to be thought before they can, uh, become actual. So like, that's why when we look back and we look at old Star Trek, they had what looked like iPads and we, the, the, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Because someone thought of that, was like, "Oh, here's what it could look like." And then, and then, then years later, yeah. someone was like, "Oh, we should design something like a pad." And like maybe they they didn't go look at those episodes for inspiration, but yeah. they probably watched them and were like, "Oh, this would be cool." Yeah. So it's like you know that sort of stuff. If you believe There's a in lot that, of stuff
0: specifically from Star Trek, though, yeah, like automatic like grocery doors and shit. like Yeah. That.
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like so, if you believe in predictive programming and you're someone who has influence over production studios and you're someone who has production influence over, you know, actors or, uh, politicians, then you can publicize whatever you'd like to see manifested in however means you'd like to see it manifested or what now, obviously there's not like a make a wish and it comes true, Yeah. but like, if you wanted to put that thought in the psyche, you know what I mean? You, You would put out. Uh, an, an Independence Day film or you would put yeah. out like you know like none of this is gonna if we looked outside and saw aliens in the sky mm-hmm. that's not something none of us have seen before Yeah, you know what I mean Yeah, yeah. and so uh, we maybe haven't seen it in real life but we've seen it on a screen somewhere at some point well like it, it was like
0: I remember when 9-11 happened and like watching like the live footage and having the I couldn't separate the realness of it. Cause I remember I had just seen a Godzilla movie that yeah. looked almost exactly like I've seen buildings fall this way, Yeah, you know? And then I, I kept having to tell myself, no, this is actually real. This is actually mm-hmm. happening. This is actually allegedly.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, and, and even when it comes to, um, uh, like I saw a video the other day that was cause now there's all these UFO sighting videos coming mm-hmm. out and we're living in the era. Essentially now they say it's coming. I feel like we're there now where you can't trust video, mm-hmm. like, like video is yeah. not the open and shut case that it used to be. Yeah. yeah. And so like a lot of these, you know, UFOs in the sky thing can, are, are very easily like debunkable, but like there was one that happened has happened a lot. There's a lot of old videos. Um, But it looks like essentially like a falling star, like a meteorite, and then it just stops in the middle of the air, and then it just like becomes a ball that's like now moving around. Those are very common um, forms of sightings or forms of videos, anyway. And I'm like, if that is actually how they were to, you know, maybe, um, become, you know, embodied in our realm or whatever. Like, who wouldn't be? Imagine if you were in, you know, three thousand years ago. Uh, Jerusalem you would say oh that's a fallen angel mm-hmm. oh that's a fallen angel that now and then all of a sudden that be, that being comes down and like does whatever you know it's easy that folks that the the stories that we've heard over the years can all just be interpretations of the same thing you know not to yeah. get too ancient aliens on yeah, you yeah, but no, like yeah, 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 yeah. You know. it also
0: could be like what he kind of said at the top of it where uh, you know we have well this is military industrial complex we have these Next generation drones uh, that we're trying to keep secret. And, and maybe it's better to, like, make up this alien story and put that out there. Like, people really like this alien stuff. I mean, yeah. watching
3: the drone shows where they can, you know, make skulls and stuff in yeah. the sky and make them animated. Dragons like, and shit. That kind of makes me, you know, I, I don't know. I I don't disbelieve in aliens at all, but I also tend to be a little more cynical i think Mm -hmm. like i think my mind first goes to things like like military tech that's you know a decade ahead of what we realize and then just like uh like psyop like Mm -hmm. like how much of it is you know like i mean if we're seeing it on the news and and you know in the mainstream then i feel like that's a lot more of a curated view Mm -hmm. and it makes Mm -hmm. me wonder what like why why talk about it now like like you know Mm -hmm. these the this has been going on since uh, the 30s i think
2: yeah i mean roswell was what 28 or maybe that's 48 maybe i don't know but like yeah no it's been something like sightings have been in newspapers since you know i mean that there were even uh, i mean george washington himself wrote in his diary that he saw little green men in the woods you know what i mean like Wait, what? that was absent yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah. like to get twirly sometimes yeah. he uh, wrote that yeah i'm yeah i'm pretty sure that he put in his diary that he saw like some sort of beings, or some sort of like, yeah, yeah. Check me on that. I want to make sure I'm right, but like, uh, I'm pretty sure that he wrote yeah. something about having maybe. I, 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 maybe he was recalling a dream. He could have been recalling a dream. I've talked about it now on, on about the it. show, but when I was when I was a kid, I had to go. I
0: had to go to therapy because I had such a fear of aliens, because like aliens were just kind of all over pop culture at that time, and it was Men in like, Black really fucked you up. Well, I'm a little bit older than Men in yeah, Black, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was like. Um, uh unsolved mysteries yeah uh there was a show called alien nation that was mm-hmm. on
1: the cartoon martian
0: uh they were just everywhere i remember like when the like the tv guide with alien nation came it was just like on like i was already like terrified of aliens and then one day it was just like the cover of like the newspaper was just a family of big-headed aliens <laughs> and i just remember being like frozen just like oh, God, they're here. Like, they're here. Like, they're on. They're on. Yeah. They're
2: like, it's out in the open now. Well, and yeah, you're going to have tons of folks that are like, and, and you know... When the government comes out, like you said, Zach, the fact that the government's coming out being like, yeah, here's, you know, here's the, here's the aliens. Yeah, let's it's hear like, them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's like, mm, mm. you know. Um, it is very interesting because I was listening to uh, FDR, not FDR, excuse me. I was listening to Robert Kennedy yeah. and he was talking about how the
2: CIA is actually the biggest donor to journalism. I think the CIA is one of those non-government. Officials that's sort of running a lot of that stuff at the playing the
1: plays, yeah. yeah. 100%. And so, it's like, so if you're controlling the narrative in the media, it's like, yeah, again, this might be a distraction,
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, the CIA's got their hands on nearly everything, you know, I mean? in, in some fashion. And then, if you go look at the military industrial complex, they all have a lot of the same donors Blackrock, Vanguard are just they, – they have tons of shares in all of them. So, like, you know, it's not necessarily just these, um, you know, technology manufacturers, but it's also the people, like, they have the same business interests in mind. They're not trying to compete for the best form of whatever. They're all com- they're all doing different parts of the same project. Mm. And, um, mm. like, I, I think it would be um, – I think we're seeing – if anything i think the aliens would be trying to open our eyes to our fucking shit that's happening like like i if anything i think that that whatever interdimensional beings would want to interfere with us i think they'd be on our side i think they would be like your government's poisoning your water it's poisoning your air uh your planet is about to die and here's all the you know, shit that you can do about it. Like, I don't think they would come here and, and like, it would be so out of their way and would be so against what an advanced civilization, how advanced they would need to be. It would, I, you know, if aliens did come here for any reason, I don't think it would be hostile. It would be like, Hey, you guys are a primitive people. Like you're going through like one of your first cultures, you know, like, like, you know, um, we're, we're trying to, you know, help i think i don't think they would be here in any sort of like hostile way and if they were we wouldn't know it we would just not be here anymore
3: yeah i think if they came here like well so if there are people here or there are aliens here i think it's possible for like scouts or small numbers of them sure. like i don't know if necessarily they would be aggressive or not like i'd hope not i would think that if they came in large quantities they would be technologically advanced such that it well it wouldn't matter yeah but yeah
1: what is, like we're not seeing them gather in large quantities
2: yeah yeah well and and uh, you mean the the aliens yeah the UFOs. or yeah yeah well yeah because I yeah I think um because I think a lot of those r- actual videos are just technology tests Glitch. Yeah, well no I, I think that the Raytheon Lockheed or whoever is out here testing their stuff and it's wait they've been doing it for years so the easiest way to do that is just chalk it up to a crazy guy saw it said he saw a UFO mm. no that didn't happen but wait they're all Seen above Grissom Air Force Base in Kokomo. Oh well, no, I, that's just a coincidence. You know, it has nothing um, to do. You know what I mean? So it's like um, they've just been shoveling it under the rug for so long that, like, you yeah, know, to switch up the narrative a little bit. Here. Exactly. They're, they're going to be like, yeah, we did know about it, but
0: what? You know, where are your thoughts about because this is kind of something that's kind of become huge i think in the last year especially since the last time we talked to you um about ai and like mm-hmm. the dangers of ai because there was at first a, a very quick like ai is going to kill us all in the next three months and i feel like it's receded a little bit but there yeah. there's definitely some i don't want to get your opinion on it
2: yeah i mean ai is it's one of those um like any other sort of thing there's always a a, a double-edged sword with it I think I love the fact that AI is going to eliminate a lot of bullshit jobs that people have to do. Although I don't want to see those people placed without a job. I think it's going to force the issue of a universal basic income. Mm. I think you're going to see all of, you're going to see Salesforce. You're going to see all of the Amazon. You're going to see all of these companies with um, that hired data uh, uh, analysts and people who, you know, Um, do a lot of manual sales contacts and stuff like that. As soon as they can drop that to AI securely and they can feel good about it, I think they're going to release all of those jobs. I think that a lot of those corporate jobs are going to be coming to maintaining that AI. So, I mean, our programmers and stuff like that and developers are probably going to have a good amount of security. But when it comes to, like, what I did, like, an AI could come in and do what I did at the mortgage company so easy. It was it was data analysis and it was interpreting documents like that's really all it was. And like um, now what that's also going to do, though, the the uh, growing pain there is going to be that people are going to obviously be hurting for money. The government's going to probably have to institute a universal basic income where everyone gets an X amount of dollars a month mm-hmm. um, to live, but I think it's going to allow people to become more passionate about what drives them as people. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people are going to look into their own communities and what they can do in their own communities. Because I think, you know, as wild as a lot of the stuff that Jordan Peterson says, I think that one of the things he says about universal basic income is right on. And it's the idea that men can only live on bread alone. You know what I mean? And they can't like, there are so many, um, I think, um, there was, um, following world war two, there was a group of catatonic former soldiers that couldn't, uh, well, pre-World War II, there was a group of catatonic folks in a hospital. But as soon as the bombs started hitting, uh, I believe they were in Paris, maybe. But as soon as the bombs started hitting, a lot of them per like woke up and mm-hmm. we're like, what's my role now? Like they were just these catatonic former soldiers that just didn't have anything else to live for. So they just stayed catatonic. But as soon as like they felt a need to do something, they, their brains woke up and they had a mission again. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's going to force people to, to find a mission. It's going to force people to find a purpose that they may be misplaced into their job, mm-hmm. which is not always simultaneously the same thing. Some of us are lucky enough yeah. um, to be able to put what they're passionate about for as their job, but most of us don't. And I think it's going to force that issue because a lot of the mundane clickety clack jobs um, are going to fall by the wayside, but also at the same time, you know, it's going to hurt for a second, but then I think it's going to open up a lot of opportunities. And as long as we just use a logical and rational approach to programming the AI and it means that it doesn't want to eliminate humans Mm -hmm. and that we don't leave ourselves vulnerable to, you know, I think one of the biggest vulnerable vulnerabilities we have as a society is the way that everything's connected to the internet. Like it, like if they were to hack the, the Hoover dam, you could kill millions of people, you know, in minutes. And so, you know, um, it's just, it's one of those things where as long as we keep a rational mind with it and, and we, you know, um, which is, it's humans. You Might know what I ch- mean. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good and bad thing yeah. um, when it comes to like music specifically make all the music you want. You're never going to be able to replace a live experience. You're never going to be able to replace the feel you, feeling you get in your chest when someone hits a kick drum. You know what I mean? You're never going to be able to replace the feeling of an analog voice going into a microphone coming out of speakers that you, that you can feel. Now, like,
0: I, I want to push back on that because yeah. have you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese before? <laughs> <laughs> they, they I mean, I have played. had my, my mind blown <laughs> at a Chuck E. Cheese at
2: a time or two. <laughs> I gotta say. Um, but you know, like like yeah, I do I give a shit whether or not I can hear like Kanye cover Adele or mm. I can hear like Frank Sinatra cover Jay-Z or whatever. Sure, yeah. that's cool. And it's got a novelty and it's got a place. Whether that's happening right now. Yeah, they have like AI that's learning all these voices and then they're like, Hey, I wanna hear uh you know um P I M P in the style of you know, yeah,
3: there I ruined it as a good uh, mm-hmm. person or, you know, yeah. uh, online thing to follow. And they do a lot of mashups and stuff like uh-huh. that.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of capability. There's a lot of artistic capability with it because it can do so much that we can't, mm-hmm. you know, like Billy Corgan was saying that like, it took me 10,000 hours in a basement with a guitar to figure out how to do what I do. AI is going to be able to do it in a fraction of the time. Imagine the amount of the songs I could have written if I had, you know, an AI style, um, production model so he's like you know there's there's a positive way to use it and there's a negative one so i mean i'm ultimately not against it i think I think, I think
0: the thing about humans is that we are so adaptable to things where like for instance like we went and saw clint breeze and uh dj littletown and oh they, yeah and they were like performing together with a live like she's obviously you know got her mixer and everything and she's oh, doing yeah. stuff he's doing a live drum set and I, it made me think about, like, the origins of hip-hop where people were, like, first, like, oh, they're just playing other people's records. Yeah. Like, that's not art. You that's a I'm lot saying? of what
3: some of that reminds me of, like, the AI art community. Yeah. It's
0: very, yeah. And it's just like, well, no, they're just becoming a, more adapted to, like, well, yeah. now I'm making this new form of art with this established thing. I don't sure. know. Sure. It's all very interesting.
2: Yeah, and then I think if we can just work out the legalities behind, like, you know, because a lot of that AI just does just interpret art that already exists. And a lot of that art does belong to other people. So, I mean, like if there's a way of like meeting a middle ground there, or like maybe if people, they're already going to have to start, uh, Putting a disclaimer in the front of programs, it's like the the following content has been 100% human prepared. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, like, I think the first five minutes of Alien of uh, Secret Invasion was AI, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Yeah. So, we should
0: start doing that at the beginning of Heart of Brunch. We'd be like, this brunch was made 100% by humans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, the, well, I think the funny thing is, like, I think people think about it in terms of, like, that intro where it's obviously something animated. But, yeah. I mean, truth is, We've had AI assisted parts of this show for the last six months. Don't mm, you know? <gasps> don't tell them. I mean, like, like from like you know preparation and writing bits. From Dad you died know. three months ago. I, <laughs> I am not real. Yeah, but yeah, like I, and I think it's not, not real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you guys think. Good. No, I definitely think that's the kind of stuff that's going to be like. I mean, because it's going to be people that are augmented by AI that are doing this stuff. Yeah. And so you, at that point, you can say, well, it's not an AI doing it; it's just me doing it. Yeah. Only I'm using the
0: AI to do it Everything. before we wrap up i do want to talk about that that lady on the plane that was yeah. like very real yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did she saw a lizard person Dude, transform so apparently Why are lizard people only transforming on planes too right? Right? On yeah. planes
2: well they saw that movie and they were like ah this is where <laughs> we do it maybe Samuel old jackson will be here uh, snakes <laughs> on a plane joke um But, so, there was actually a guy on TikTok who is a Freemason, but he's got a bunch of face tattoos, and apparently he claimed to be the guy that she was sitting next to, Okay, and that she was freaked out by his appearance, and so, uh, and the fact that he had, like, you know, Freemason symbols and stuff on his hand, and she would ask him, like, are you a Freemason, she was apparently... Very into, obviously, like, you know, QAnon and stuff like that. And she's like, you're a Freemason. Are you Luciferian? Are you a devil worshiper? And he was explaining to her, like, no, I'm not. That's a misconception. And um, she apparently just wouldn't stop. And so he, like, stopped and looked at her and said, I am Lucifer. And, like, freaked her (laughs) the fuck out. He said she was drunk and, like, that sort of thing. Now, whether or not he's being 100% truthful, I can't say. Obviously, yeah. I have no way, but he claims to be the guy and he said I wore a green hoodie. I even turned around to the guy behind me, he said, and like gave him a wink mm. because like he saw the whole thing go down and like he was claiming that like, no, I was just joking with her or something. But at the same time, I will say that I 150% believe in shapeshifters.
0: The, the, uh, 150. You really snuck that in there yeah. at the yeah. End. Yeah. <laughs> ask,
2: Get Ryan Singer on here and ask him about shapeshifters. He has an entire podcast in which he talks to one of his exes who was a shapeshifter oh. and their time together. It's fucking wild. One of his exes was a shapeshifter? Yes. They dated uh, for Meaning a few like months. like she gained weight? No. Like she <laughs> would, in the middle of sex, like her face would change. He would look down and see someone completely different. Well, that's and called like, orgasm, honey. Well, I mean, <laughs> heyo, but uh, but it's a very wild podcast. So, um, and I talked to him about it briefly when he was here for uh, one of Can Can shows, mm-hmm. and I went and asked him about it. And I said, "Hey, man, uh, which episode was that where you had that guy on talking about his, you know, shape shifting girlfriend?" He said, "That was me. That was my ex. We had that conversation." Um, but so there's an episode of Me and Paranormal You where he talks with his like ex- and he talks about at one point she, she she like wouldn't let him in or like wouldn't cuddle with him. She had a big sweatshirt on. she woke up like six months pregnant randomly, and then it was gone the next day like and she had to move all the time for work because an incident would happen with a coworker they'd see something and she would have to like leave, so she ended up getting a job as like a traveling nurse or something where she was just always on the move, and so, yeah, it's wild, but I how much gaslighting was brought up in that <laughs> that relationship
0: <laughs> no, if I was were doing it all else, the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops! Yeah, I'm pregnant again. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, can you drop a beat for me there, Zach? But Kyle Buck, always a pleasure yeah. to have you on the podcast. You always, bring, you always bring something new. You always yeah. pepper in the craziest stuff
2: at the end. That's I feel a very like, end. like and, and I do want to throw one more thing out here yeah. before we wrap up. I know you guys. I saw it up there. Uh, Wild Eye Dab Lounge um come check it out um it's pretty tight i'm one of the dab tenders over there over oh, at fountain nice. square munchies oh, Fest. yeah yeah munchies fest is coming up uh sunday september 24th um while that's going to be one of the major sponsors going to be happening right over playground studios oh here cool. in the Irv. yeah and uh yeah check that out um ubh presents.com for everything i got going on wilder stampede um yeah Oh, yeah. Daddy's Jake. You're
1: gonna be rich. I'm gonna use my time for you. are Gonna be <laughs> rich at some point. Promise to be a good guy. Uh, of you course. Go with all this money.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's one of those things that like um, I value being like as broke as I've been the last couple yes. of years, just because I'm like now, like if I were to like just get a big influx of money, I might have a little bit of a <laughs> fuck you towards some of the stuff that goes on. Yeah. But no, I feel like it's one of those things where. Uh, I would have such a hard time It would. I would have to go out of my way I think to be a big money dickhead you know mm. what I mean and it's just so easy to tip more it's just so easy mm. to like I don't know I just find kindness to be very easy Okay. and that's just a, that's just it always has been for me for some that's, reason that's the I way. feel very blessed in that <laughs> big way big
0: money dickhead sounds like a great band name
2: <laughs> <laughs> Zach Roan I'd also
3: like to use my time for uh, Kyle uh, real quick lightning question how much money would it take for you to go corrupt?
2: Oh, that's a oh, good question. What's my number? Three billion. Mm. See, I feel like when you get to such a high number, it doesn't matter. Three billion yeah. might as well be two yeah, billion. billion. Yeah, exactly. But like... let's not. It would probably have to be a B. A B? It would have to have a B. Not an M. Not an M. It would have to be a B. And then, at, and at then least you're, B. you're drinking the adrenochrome. Um, I don't know if I would drink it You're having se, sex with kids. But you're doing but like, like. Come on, man. <laughs> 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 I, was
1: all I, I was
0: gonna say you're going to the Owl pageants, yeah. <laughs> you're worshipping
2: Morlocker. Oh. Yeah. I'll go to Bohemian Grove and worship Morlocker. Jeez, yeah. that million million That's at least five yeah. bees yeah. 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 Five bees Yeah absolutely oh, uh, You were referring to, to baby goats Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what he meant by kids
1: I mean, does, I don't, is that,
0: okay, I'm off, <laughs> I'm off <laughs> <on> this subject <laughs> Alright you can find that At Cancel Pod <laughs> uh, How much would it take
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Is there, is laughs> Sexually Sexually Uh <laughs> Wreck yourself.
0: Um, <laughs> Welcome back to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Million, the is it one
3: million? <laughs> How about two billion?
0: All right. Well, he's not allowed to have cider again. <laughs> we'll see you next time, uh, Kyle. Stick around. We're gonna we're we're doing it backwards today. We're about to eat some food right now. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> bye bye.